Hey everyone, I am super excited to announce a new online program, the Champion Sports Physical Therapy Mentorship. I've teamed up with Dan Pope and Dave Tilly to create this brand new 12-week mentorship program, and we're now opening it up to the very first cohort on June 10th. We hear all the time from people that they wish they had more mentoring and people they can learn from to help accelerate their careers. We're going to take you through all our foundations of sports physical therapy, including our clinical evaluation, working with non-operative and post-operative patients, building return to sport programs, and even learning advanced phase rehab and strength and conditioning principles for rehab professionals. In addition, we're going to have a bunch of case studies, a community, and live sessions to interact and ask us questions. We really can't wait. Check out the show notes to learn more and sign up today. The first cohort starts June 10th. On this episode of the Ask Mike Ronald Show, we talk about non-operative treatment of superior labral tears or slap tears of the shoulder. The Ask Mike Ronald Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody. The latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I'm here up at Champion PT Performance. I am joined today by Dave Tilly, Lisa Lowe, Mike Saluto, Dan Pope, Lenny McCrina. We're here answering your questions. Anything you want to talk about, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, rate, review, ask us questions at MikeReynolds.com, and we'll, we'll be here for you to answer future questions. Lenny, who do we have for students today? We have some beautifully masked students uh, in our facility right now. We have from left to right on the screen, Cody Adams from the Franklin Pierce University. We have the Sean Bean from UNLV. We have Dean Bonneau, Sean Bean, Dean Bonneau. Yeah, I like that. Uh, from G-Dubs in, in Washington, D.C. And we have Brian, the pitching coach, Hunter from the Cincinnati Reds and University of Hartford. I like it. I feel like Brian needs to follow that up. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Additional clarification, but awesome. Great stuff. What do we have for a question today? Is this Sean's debut? It is. Let's do it, Sean. All right. So Lauren from Arkansas asked, what treatments or aspects of treatment have you found to be the most effective for non-surgical slap tears? Good job, Sean. That was well articulated. I mean, I just, just, just good job, Sean. That's great. It's it's refreshing to be honest with you. But anyway, so great question, Lauren. I really appreciate that one. Um, This is a good question, right? So, you know, what treatments are effective for a non-operative slap? Because I think as, as we're evolving our knowledge and maybe this is, you know, maybe this has already happened, but some of you evolved, I think we're trying to get away from doing surgery on slap, slap lesions, right. As much as we can. So superior labral lesions of the shoulder, we're trying to get away from just anchoring those down and just realizing that, you know, some of that may be okay. Um, You know, but I, I, I like this question because I like the way Lauren phrased it. She wants to know what treatments we do for slap tears. Right. And I don't, 
I don't think we're going to answer the question that way. I don't think there's like a magic. This is what we do for slaps. I think we're going to talk about mm. principles. I think that's the important part, but I didn't want to lead everybody, but who would like to start? Dan, why don't, why don't you start, Dan? Because I know, I know you've been excited for this question. So what, what, what do my you... favorite thing? Slap there is <laughs> I mean, great. Well, so, I mean, I you know Dan works with a lot of like high level fitness people and I think shoulder pain happens. I think MRIs happen when you have shoulder pain and I think slap tears are found on MRIs quite a bit. So this is probably one of those things you see a ton of. So what do you think, Dan? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I, we do know that slap tears are fairly common in overhead athletes in general. Sometimes they're symptomatic, maybe sometimes not, you know. Um, the surgeons I like, uh, in the CrossFit world and the fitness world, I think their, their public enemy number one is the biceps tendon, right? And the biceps tendon comes up and attaches on the labrum. And oftentimes folks have pain somewhere in the front side of the shoulder that could be related to the labrum. Maybe it's an irritation, the biceps tendon. Um, it's hard to know exactly where that pain is coming from, but like you said, they're coming to see you. Maybe they had an MRI. They show that there's a slap tear, right? What do you do at this point? Um, generally speaking, we, a, we don't know exactly where the pain is coming from, right? Maybe this is an asymptomatic tear. Maybe it's more pain from the cuff. It's hard to tell. Um, but my rehab is very similar, uh, regardless of the pathology. I'm trying to identify which movements, at least if this person is, let's say a fitness individual that's trying to get back to weight training in the gym, I just identify the movements that are painful or problematic. Uh, one of the things I think we forget about with a long head of the biceps is, is a, it's a shoulder flexor right? It actually flexes the shoulder somewhat. So if you're doing any resisted shoulder flexion, which is pretty much most pressing exercise in the gym, oftentimes that can be irritating to the front part of the shoulder joint. So most folks that come in to see me that say they have some sort of pain in the shoulder, when I start asking which movements bother them, usually it's pressing exercises, right? Um, if it's a slap tear, you can kind of make that argument that maybe biceps related exercises like pulling exercises can tug on the, the slap area a little bit. But usually that's not exactly what I'm finding more. It's problems with pressing. Uh, so generally speaking, I'm pulling back on the movements that are really irritating. And then I'm trying to work on the muscles that support the shoulder, like the rotator cuff. And then I slowly expose that person to more stress over the course of time in the form of the movements that used to be very provocative. And usually that's pretty helpful for folks with slap tears over the course of time. And I like that approach too, because I think what you're saying is, is it doesn't really necessarily matter if it's a slap tear or what the exact pathology is. You're going to take a step back and you're going to treat the person in front of you and what you find. And, and I think that's, that's it. Like oftentimes when we have like a diagnosis, I think sometimes it's not like the diagnosis doesn't necessarily tell you all the time what to do. Oftentimes it tells you what not to do. Right. Um, and, you know, with the slap, I think it's an interesting one. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything specific that we would say, like, you, you can't do this because you have a slap tear. I think it's going to be more activity specific. Right. And you just said very spit like pressing. Right. But I think Dave could probably say the same thing with gymnastics. We can say the same thing for baseball. Mike could say the same thing for, for golf. Lisa can say the same thing for rowing. Right. I think everybody probably gets that anterior shoulder pain, that type of thing. If you do an MRI, you're going to find a slap tear in a lot of people. Right. So I like that, that principle approach. Uh, who else wants to jump in on this one? I, I was, Dan kind of took the thing I was going to say, cause I think it's important to start with the fact that, uh, most people have an issue with workloads and with like programming and modifications and stuff like that. I think unfortunately an error that I, I used to make, I see a lot of the people make is as soon as they get someone in for a slap tear, they think like, like all the really fancy technical stuff, the, 
flexibility, the cuff, like all the strengthening, which is important for sure. But like nine times out of 10, people typically get into hot water because they're either doing a lot of the same thing over and over again. And maybe they don't have the best programming balance of like how they're approaching that during a weekly volume, or um, there may be a little bit of an ego getting in the way and they're not willing to maybe take some weight off the bar or fix their technique or change their programming so that they're not doing you know the same thing over and over and they can have some other movements or just balance their strength conditioning program to do more upper back work or cuff work. And the majority of the time, I think that a lot of people come to us and we're just maybe more uh, honest with them and delicate around like, hey, how can we work to still keep you training or in the gym, but not cause something that's going to bug you. And a lot of people just want to do the same thing over and over and over again. And the answer that they hear is like, okay, we'll stop doing that. I hear that all the time. It's like, we'll just stop gymnastics and your shoulder will be fine. It's like, well, that's not a realistic goal for them. So <laughs> another opportunity. So I would just say, spend more time on that conversation. Nice. I like it. Who else? Yeah, I mean, I would say Dave and Dan both are great explanations. I think it's not necessarily about the slap tear. It's about outlining a plan for the person so they understand that it's very normal to have that. Don't let them think that they're like freaky because they have it. Explain what the anatomy is, what it means, but then also have a plan for them to get back. So whether or not it's having what's the ultimate goal Let's outline how we can get you there. What strengthening can we do? What modifications in your life can we do? What can we do at home that will help you? So it's about that person feeling like they are um, empowered to do stuff on their own and to get through it. And you're going to be this kind of guide the process and without throwing fancy words at them. So I think you have to really explain what is potentially going on, how common it is that they uh, have it, but then also what you have done in the past to help other people and how you can help them and give them that kind of guidance. I like that. It goes along. It goes a long way. Yeah. We we say that all the time, right? It's not about treating the slap. It's like starting a checklist of things that you find on the person that are suboptimal that you need to work on. So um, I guess I'll, I'll end it with this Lauren, but like, I'll give you a little bit of what you're looking for, even though everybody here was that that's how we treat slaps. But (laughs) if you want to actually say like, okay, we're going to treat slaps. There's one specific thing. I want you to take a step back and just think not necessarily of like what a slap is in terms of like, it's the biceps attaching. It's a pain source type thing. And we take a step back and think about what happens to the shoulder joint when you have a slap tear. And if you actually look at the biomechanics of the joint, by having a slap tear, you increase the amount of, of translation of your glenohumeral joint. So what happens was with when you have some, some issues with your slap tear, you technically have a loss of static stability, right? So you have a loss of ability to stabilize your shoulder joint because it, 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 it moves more. So if you want to say like, well, how do you treat it? I think that's the thing is take a step back, do everything everybody said here, treat the the things we found, workload management, build them back into that capacity. But I want you to think in your back of your mind that what's really happening here is not that they have a slap tear, it's that they now have a loss of static stability because of that. You're not going to fix the slap tear. So we have to treat that loss of static stability. And I think that's where your your focus then goes on is to uh, kind of attack it from that approach, if that makes sense. So, you know, hopefully, Lauren, that that gives you a little specific there. But I'll be honest, like we all like we don't say like, hey, we're specific. We're going to do the slap protocol, right? It's more about, you know, doing that checklist of what we find with the person and getting them back into their activities, right? But um, but hopefully that's a little bit to understand. So um, awesome. Um, I actually have a bunch of articles on this on my website uh, that I did back in the day because slaps are like so mysterious, like, you know, five to 10 years ago or so. So there's a bunch to dig into and read, but uh, go check those out. Uh, thanks, Lauren. I appreciate it. Uh, please 
please, if you have a question like Lauren, head to MikeRonald.com, click on that podcast link, and you can fill out the form to ask us a question. And please head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe to us so we can keep doing these amazing episodes to help you out. Thanks again. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRonald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeRonald.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.